Good afternoon, astro lovers, and welcome to the first official podcast for Drunk Astrology, where we look at the craziness down here on Earth, and we turn our heads up, look to the sky, and say, what's up, astrology? What's going on? What are you doing up there that's making it so crazy down here? Um, first and foremost, Happy New Year. Welcome to the first official week of 2021. I hope that you had an amazing end to 2020. Now, of course, 2020 in all its glory uh, ended with eclipses, um, but it did give us the blessing of that Saturn-Jupiter conjunction in Aquarius, initiating a 20-year cycle in the Aquarius planets and houses um, in your chart. So I do hope that you had a great end or at least an uplifting, inspiring, and motivating end to 2020. I know for myself, it was super low-key. It was watching the ball drop and then calling it a night. I didn't even sip the champagne that I had poured for myself. It didn't go down. So I hope that when you reflect upon last year, we, aren't we so appreciative and grateful that we can say 2020 is last year? Last year, I hope that when you reflect upon it that you really think about how you've transformed, how we didn't really have a chance, so we, didn't, we didn't have a choice, um, but to change on a... Um, monumental internal level. The, the old way of doing things is not, it just wasn't going to cut it anymore. And that is really what COVID-19 has, the, the silver lining blessing of COVID-19 was that it woke all of us up on a global level and said, the way you're doing things and the way you've been doing them it just it isn't working anymore. So we all had to pivot. Um, one of those big 2020 um, catchphrases, you know, the, the life pivot. We all had to pivot into a new way of thinking, into a new way of living, into more consciousness. You know, COVID, the COVID story, as I've said um, Throughout the year last year, the COVID clump of Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter, those three planets who met up on January 12th of 2020 and really initiated the story. But those planets right there in an Earth sign, it was a time of, you know, getting grounded and physically having to stay on the ground, stay close, stay methodical um, and practical. So in your approach to how you change. Nobody woke up overnight and figured it all out. So I do hope that when you, when you think about your own story um, of last year and how you, hey, number one, how you survived, okay? Let's just, let's just start there. Think about how you, one, survived, but also how, how did things look January, February, and the first half of March? How did things look? Where were things going then? And then look at how the changes took place. Now, of course, not everyone's going to look back on, you know, smiles, rainbows, and butterflies from March until present, until right now. But 
if you look past the, the hardship, if you can, look past the hardship and look at your triumphs. That is one of the biggest, that's one of the biggest blessings of having those three planets all clumped up together um, working on the Capricorn parts of your chart. Um, because Saturn was there to ground you and to get you disciplined and hold you accountable and hold others accountable and, and you know and make force others into accepting the responsibility of their words of their actions. But then Jupiter is there to expand and to inspire and to motivate, and then Pluto is there to transform. And you know sometimes we you might have gotten dealt all three planets at the same time, and then other times you know there's a, there's a trade off. Pluto steps in and goes, "Hey, this isn't going to work. We got to transform this at the structural level. You to your core. This has to change." And then, you know, the handoff to, to Saturn um, and or Jupiter and Jupiter goes, OK, now that we're changing this, let's get inspired and motivated to change it to what is the new thing? What's the next new thing for us? What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Um, how do we want the, the new structure to look and to function? And then Saturn goes, OK, now that we're inspired, how are we going to build it? And that is what I want. That's the filter I encourage you to to look through when you reflect back on the year you just had, Um, because it was an important year. It was not a, uh, you know, wasn't the rainbows and butterflies. Nobody was, you know, not that not that there weren't personal triumphs, because every single person, I guarantee you, no matter how hard 2020 was, there were personal triumphs, even if it's just one. Um. But, you know, it's most likely not going to be everyone's favorite year uh, when we look back on this, historically speaking. Um, But now, after December 21st, the winter solstice, the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction into Aquarius, the breakup of the COVID clump, leaving Earth energy behind and leaping into the air, leaping into a 20-year cycle where Saturn and Jupiter say, okay, now that we've committed, now that we've changed, and now we've committed to the new way, now how are we going to take off? How are we going to take flight? Aquarius is now that air energy. Now, it is still a Saturn vibe, okay? Because Aquarius is co-ruled by Uranus and Saturn. And the interesting thing, the paradox of Aquarius energy is that Saturn wants to, to make the rules and set the standards and, and be, and you know, he's, he's, he, he loves restriction and, um, and really pulling things down into just physical things. Like here, this, what is real is this. What is real is time. Where Uranus goes, yeah, okay, yeah, your rules and your traditions, that, that's, our, that's all cool and all, but we're going we're gonna to completely rearrange what, what you think tradition is. We're going to create new traditions. We're going to create a new set of rules. We're going we're gonna to blow up whatever old structures might have still lasted through 2020. Now I'm going to come through and we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna switch this up. So the planets to watch in 2021 
are, st- are still Saturn and Jupiter, but now in Aquarius. But now we throw Uranus in the mix. And now Uranus is that agent of change. He loves surprise. He loves blow-ups. Um, he loves innovation and technology. And um, he's a bit of a rebel. He's, he doesn't do things in the traditional way, which is why Aquarius is such an interesting energy. And Aquarian energy really carries us through the next decade. So as we move through the 2020s into 2030, we really ride this Aquarian energy of revolution and innovation and then tradition and the play of the two. Where do, where do traditional values and systems work for you, but where do those traditional values need to be changed? How can you create new traditions and a new set of rules and a new foundation that still works for you, but it's innovative and it's technological? Um, we, are in, we are in another age where technology really, really sets the tone for how we connect, how we communicate, how we exchange ideas, how we commune. Aquarius is the sign of groups and communities and friendships. All of these themes and collaboration, throw that in there too. All of those themes now, you know, are we ever going to, this is kind of a grander question, are we ever going to be able to convene the way we used to? What do large gatherings look like post-2020? And that's going to be one of the themes that we see play out, not only astrologically, but of course, what happens above, so below. As the planets dance through Aquarius, we're going to see post-2020 how they, how they relate down here as far as how can we relate? How can we connect to one another? Are we moving more into a technology-based world where that's, that's the source, that's the main source of our connections? What about um, concerts? What about movies? Um, you know, what about conventions? Just anywhere where you can imagine large communal gatherings. What is that all going to look like post-2020? Um, you know, what, what an interesting, you know, what an interesting thing to, to, to see as we usher in a new year. Like, wow, did we ever think, and this is, you know, throwing a little bit of Uranus, you know, riding the, 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 the Saturn and Uranus line here. But did we ever think that we were going to have to reevaluate how we connect with other human beings? You know, I can't say that I, I can't say that I did. (laughs) But hashtag 2020. (laughs) So now as we move into this week, we have a very busy astrological week. Um, We have a lot of planetary shifts um, into new signs. Um, with Mars shifting, Mercury shifting, Venus shifting. Um, and, you know, any one week with one planet shifting into a new sign is a big deal. But we've got three of our five personal planets shifting. Um, and Mars we'll talk about in, in, in a little bit of length because Mars has been traveling through Aries since the end of June of 2020. Uh, thanks to a long and arduous retrograde from September 9th through November 13th of 2020. 
Um, and he's finally cleared his shadow. And now, as of today, in a couple of hours, will be officially shifting into Taurus. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that. So first and foremost, if you are someone that, that follows the moon cycles, if you have a moon calendar or a planner, I would suggest uh, that you pull it out now because I'm going to run through the, the moon phases of the week. Um, we have a pretty good week as far as the moon goes. Um, for anyone who's you know, new to astrology, the moon really sets the tone for, for our daily lives. The moon makes the most aspects um, than any other planet. And in, in astrology, yes, the moon is a planet. Um, and it really just dictates, you know, it changes signs every two and a half days. So it really dictates, you know, the flow of things, the, the ebb and flow of things, um, how we emotionally process, how we want to connect, how we feel secure, which is why we look at, um, why we look at the moon phases. So if you've got your pins ready, let's talk about the moons. Now, come Monday, uh, the moon is in Virgo. So a great day to you know, go through your to-do list. The moon goes void at 1.33 p.m., meaning it makes no more aspects until it shifts signs. And when the moon goes void, you don't really want to... You want to work on, ex- on existing projects. You want to not initiate anything new. Um, you know, don't go grocery shopping, don't go buying a whole bunch of groceries on a void moon, because if you do, you end up eating out all week, the food goes bad, um, you forget about it, um, or, you know, the expiration date is, you know, sooner than you thought. You can play around with void moons. Um, I've done it a bunch just just to see. You don't want to, like, order things online during a void moon. Uh, There's usually, like, delivery issues or the, the clothes don't fit, um... You know, whatever it is, there usually ends up being a little bit of a disturbance um, if, you, if you do something new. You don't want to launch a new project under a void moon, but you want to work on existing projects. You want to work on whatever's already in motion. It's a great time to get that done, especially with a Virgo moon. Because um, the Virgo moon goes void at 1.33 p.m. These are all Pacific Standard Time, so adjust for your time zones. And it goes void with a square to Venus. Um, Still, still a nice energy. Venus, um, at that point, Venus is in Sagittarius. So, she, you know, she's really looking at her vision, her vision of love, her vision of connection, her vision of money. Um, the Virgo moon wants to, you know, get, get a plan together. How, how are we going to connect? How are we going to bring in finances? How are we going to bring in love? Um, and then at 9.41 p.m., still on Monday, the moon goes into Libra. Moon is in Libra all day Tuesday, January 5th. Uh, Wednesday, January 6th, with a quarter moon at 1.37 in the morning. Now, the quarter moon is the halfway point between um, New Year's, the full moon in Cancer on New Year's, into next week's Capricorn New Moon, which we'll talk about in length next week. Um, So this quarter moon in Libra is saying, okay, how are we connecting with the home? That full moon in Cancer really sheds a light on our home lives, our financial security, our family foundation, um, and, our, and it's the most sensitive zone. Um, so, you know, you can throw love in there too. How are we feeling? Are we connecting? Are the people that we're in partnership with really a safe haven for our heart? Um, are, do we feel protected? Do we feel safe? Are we protecting those that we care about? Are we protecting those that we love? And of course, with all the travel restrictions and COVID running amok, 
you know, you may or may not have been able to spend the holidays with your family. So it's just kind of a look at, you know, keeping family safe usually means, you know, in these times, not not being there, not being present where normally we were, we're used to being there and being present as a way of showing our support and our love. And now it's, you know, hashtag 2020 completely changed. Now the way to, to keep people safe and to keep our family and loved ones safe is by not hopping on a plane and traveling abroad and, um, you know, without a proper two-week quarantine or if the CDC changed it officially, you know, to a week, you know, we'll, whatever that is, there's a new way of protection um, and how we connect and how we partner with that Libra quarter moon. Um, the Libra moon goes void at 9.54 p.m. tonight, uh, Wednesday, January 6th, with a sextile to Venus. So again, great energy, Venus and Sagittarius, um, a Libra moon answering to that Venus. Very, very Tuesday and Wednesday, great days to connect, to partner, um, to bring your visions to life with that Venus and Sagittarius. Um, by connecting and in partnership, um, not not a solo energy, definitely. Um, then on Thursday, early, early, early in the mornings, the moon shifts into Scorpio at twelve fifty three a.m. and it is in um, Scorpio all day Thursday the seventh, Friday January eighth, going void at five fifty eight p.m. with a sextile to Pluto. Um, so you know now, now we 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 get into our our passions and. You know our our deep bonds, our deep relationships. Um, the sextile to Pluto, um, you know Scorpio's ruler. So we have a, we have a nice intense energy, and I will say Thursday is um, is a little bit of a tough day because that Scorpio moon makes oppositions and squares um, to Mars, Saturn, Jupiter, and Uranus. Um, you know, making it a little contentious. Um, enlightening, yes, but still like a little, a little contentious, a little stressful. Um, but with the squares to Saturn and Jupiter, more about what actions can we take to get on the other side of this stress? There, there's, there's motion needed. There's conflict resolution needed through action. Um, and then we'll talk about Friday here in a second as far as the planets go. But then, so the void moon, void Scorpio moon, Friday the 8th at 5.58 p.m., the moon on Saturday morning, again, early, early, late in the night, early in the morning, uh, the moon shifts into Sagittarius at 3.15 a.m. And it is in Sag all day Saturday and on Sunday morning going void at 10.29 in the morning with a square to Neptune. Um, so with, with, with a square to Neptune, Sagittarius, it's a, it's a little delusional. You know, the square to Neptune's a little bit, you know, kind of an aha moment. You might have an aha moment of where you've been a little delusional about your visions, about um, how you want to how you want to proceed, um, how you want to move, the fire energy, how you want to, you know, burn bright, how you want to move, travel. Um, you know, if you're trying to if you're trying to, you know, launch a new class or you're trying to, you know, take a new class, you know, you're a student, you're a teacher, um, you're a philosopher, you know, the the weekend might be a little you know where you have a little aha moment of like uh wait a minute this is what's been going on okay this isn't gonna work for me now we gotta we gotta switch we gotta adjust uh let's see the moon is void all day Sunday the tenth 
Um, and then um, from 1029 in the morning on, and then it shifts into Capricorn Monday morning um, at 529 in the morning. And then that shifts us into next week's new moon in Capricorn, and we'll talk about that next week. Um, so for the most part, the Virgo moon at the, on Monday, you know, it does have a closing aspect of a square to Venus, but still Venus is one of our benefic planets. So, you know, she, she usually just, you know, she, she brings positive influence. The Libra moon, Tuesday, Wednesday, sextile to Venus, lovely closing aspects. Scorpio moon, Thursday's contentious, but Friday still, it has a closing aspect of a sextile to Pluto, which means that the contention that we experience on Thursday We'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a positive end result because the, the moon's last aspect is a sextile. Um, and then the Sag moon over the weekend with a square to Neptune is more just about clearing up where, where you've been a little, where you've been a little, you know, in denial um, about what's been going on or, you know, how you're, how you're moving forward. Um, and that's really it. And then uh, the Capricorn moon um, next week, you know, has a conjunction to Pluto, which we'll talk about next week. Um, but now, as far as the planets go, let's talk about, let's just go day by day. How about we do that? Um, on Monday, there is a Mercury conjunction to Pluto um, at 4.58 p.m. Now, at this point, Mercury's still in Capricorn, so Mercury meets up with Pluto and goes, okay. Saturn and Jupiter have left the story, and now this is my this is this is my your opportunity here to say, okay, now that 2020 is a wrap, now that 2020 is behind us, how do you want to move forward, Pluto? And um, you know these these are these are contracts, terms, and agreements um, that you might just be making internally with yourself, but also looking at the triangles at play, looking at at power. Um, you know, how have you been participating in your own power struggles and in, in your life? You know, where is there a third? Um, Pluto loves triangles um, and loves power plays. And you kind of look at, you know, where have you been the authority of your own life or where haven't you been? And how do you want to commit to the, the idea of authority and power in your own life moving forward for the next year? This is actually a great aspect to have at the top of the year because you really get to look at you know Pluto is the shadows too and Mercury's you know in in Capricorn you know really ready to to set some structures and set agreements there's a lot of earth energy this week so you know the words we say you know be careful what you wish for this week because this is a powerful week of manifesting uh, with all this earth sign energy, Mercury in, in meeting up with Pluto and Capricorn does not forget um, what it says it wants. So think about that uh, with, with that Mercury conjunction to Pluto. Um, Tuesday's a pretty easy flowy day. Um, Wednesday now we get to the biggie. And that is Mars entering Taurus after being in Aries since the since June of 2020. And now usually Mars is in a sign for about eight weeks. Um, but because he had that retrograde from September 9th to November 13th, he stayed in his home sign of Aries where the frustrations were aplenty. Um, aggressions. Um, you know, we, we saw, you know, for on here in the States the, on the political climate, that Mars and Aries was 
that retrograde Mars and Aries especially had a lot to say, had a lot to do, a lot of guns, a lot of knives, a lot of, you know, finger pointing, um, and just a lot of overarching frustration um, because Mars Mars wants to move. Mars and Aries is impassioned. He's aggressive. Um, he's very inspired. He's very motivated. But when he's retrograde, you know, retrograde slow down the energy. So when you're in your home sign of Aries and you're wanting to move and it's like riding with the brakes on, that's where that's the source of where we saw a lot of um, anger and um, contention. But now, now that Mars is, you know, cleared to shadow and now shifting into its a new sign of Taurus. Now, Taurus is the sign of its detriment. He doesn't like to be in Taurus, but it's a welcome reprieve of energy because now in Taurus, he gets more grounded. He gets more steadfast. He gets more methodical. Like, okay, Mars and Aries is still a tr- strategic war god. But now the war god gets more methodical with his strategy and going, okay, instead of trying to do all the things, let me prioritize. Let me, let me get back to work. Let me think about value systems, financial checks and balances. This is a great time if you want to get a head start on your taxes. Mars and Taurus for the next two months is a great time to get, to get it all together, to get your finance, finances in order. Um, and to look at too on the professional front, you know how much how much am I being paid? Am I am I worth more? Um, you know why am I? You know why have I? Why have I? Do I feel of lesser value, or how can I feel of more value? If value is you know where is value and worth a theme for you? And Mars is now going to come in and rev up that energy and go. Okay, we've been a little sleep here in this section. Mars hasn't been in Taurus since February 14th of 2019. So it's been about two years since he's been here. So if you look back to February 14th through March 31st of 2019, you'll see that theme of of work, checks and balances, of worth, of value, of self-confidence and self-esteem. He's he's back at, he's back then there. So think back to that that window of time in 2019 and go okay now now here I am again, um, and you know how have things shifted? How have I shifted? And and how do I want to move forward? Now the next big day planet planetary wise um, is Friday. We have two sign shifts and then we have two major aspects. So Mercury enters Aquarius on Friday um, at 4 a.m. Uh, and when he gets into when he gets into Aquarius, now he's gonna start making conjunctions to Saturn and Jupiter. So setting so Saturn and Jupiter met on the the winter solstice. Now Mercury's gonna come and say, okay, now what are we committing to? What are our resolutions? How do we want to move forward? So if New Year's didn't quite feel like New Year to you, because it certainly didn't to me. Um, now you have an opportunity to make those resolutions or to make your vision board for 2021 now that Mercury's going to be in Aquarius conjuncting Saturn on Saturday um, and then con- conjuncting Jupiter, um, what is that, on Monday. Um, and when Mercury gets into Aquarius, he's going to be there for a while because he's coming up on a, I'm so sorry to say it, but he's coming up on a retrograde at the end of this month. 
Um, so Mercury's going to be in Aquarius for a while. He's a little more cerebral, cool, and detached in Aquarius, but he's still brilliant. He has a lot of good ideas in Aquarius on how to connect and move forward. Then at 741 in the morning, Venus enters Capricorn. So then Venus gets more serious and goal-oriented, and she's answering to Saturn now. So see how Saturn is still kind of calling the shots now, but now in a different way because he's in Aquarius and in a revolutionary way. Um, so love gets more serious. Money and, and money gets more serious. We all come down to earth and go, okay, how are we going to, let's, let's make some, some solid systems into, you know, to bring love in, to, um, to, you know, to bring money in. And how do we make that more structured? Now on Friday as well at 8.53 in the morning, the sun sextiles Neptune. So the Capricorn sun wanting to build Neptune in Pisces wanting to dream. So how do we build the dream into a reality? Then Mercury gets into the first of his fights with Mars. Mercury squares Mars at 6.44 p.m. on Friday. So a lot of aspects on Friday. So Friday is a busy day. Um, But Mercury has the first of its fights with Mars. Um, Because of its retrograde, he'll have two more fights with him. Um, And so we'll look at where that contention plays out on Friday. Um, Venus trines Mars on Saturday, which is a lovely aspect. Um, Venus now in Capricorn, trine Mars in Taurus, all about getting the work done, all about putting the the systems in place and, and working with people that you truly connect with. Who are the people, who's your tribe that's really going to bring your, your, your vision to life? Um, as I said, Mercury conjunct Saturn on Saturday as well. Um, you know, really saying, okay, what is the vision? How do we connect? How do we collaborate this year? Great day to make your resolutions um, and, 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 to, and to think big. Don't, don't think small. Really think big with, with your resolutions. Um, and then Sunday's a pretty quiet day. Now, the last thing I want to say before we sign off is that today, um, prior to Mars um, entering Taurus at 2.27 p.m., Mars is at what is what's known as the anoretic degree of Aries. And right before I signed on, um, protesters broke into the Capitol um, and into the Senate chamber. And that anoretic degree, the last degree of any sign in, in, um, in whatever planet, really expunges that energy. It's the last whoosh of that energy before it shifts into the next sign. So the contention in the air is big. That Mars and Aries was frustrated. It was bottled up for three months. That September 9th through November 13th, it was bottled up rage. Now, you know, it helped... It helped in the sense of not having full-out warfare during those months. Not that we didn't see protests and, and riots, but now we really are seeing the last, um, the last push of Mars and Aries with that break-in. So please keep yourself safe. Please think about your life, your life's visions, your life's dream, how you want to connect, how you want to build structures for the, for the, for the next year of your life. And also, for those of you who want to map your year with the, with the stars, there's now a new offering on DrunkAstro.com. There's a new reading in town called 2021 Planet with the Planets. 
Check out drunkastro.com backslash readings to book yours. We'll look at all the major trends. We'll look at your chart and see what what you're meant to be working on this year. Um, And there's a whole lot of other news coming soon. So, you know, connect with me on Instagram um, at Drunk Astrology and drunkastro.com. Get in on the newsletter where all the fun things are announced first. Um, And you can sign, uh, sign up for that on the website. So I will see you next week. Have a great first week of 2021. Um, Much love to you. Peace out.